You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. Hi, I'm Carrie Goldring with the Divorce Lending Association, and I'm a Certified Divorce Lending Professional, or CDLP. And this is part of our Divorce Literacy Series, and today I'm here with Alisa peskin Shepherd. Alisa, will you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Definitely. Hi, Carrie. First of all, thanks for um, opening up this opportunity for me. My pleasure. I am a family law attorney who takes a mediative approach to all of my family law cases. And what that means is that um, I look at court as a um, last resort and provide options to my clients in terms of how they want to go through a divorce. I've been in the practice of family law for more than 30 years. And I like to think that um, my approach is, you know, innovative and insightful so that my clients know that they're getting an individualized approach to their divorce situation. That's fabulous. So can you give me some examples of different types of ways that you might suggest people to go about getting divorced? Sure. When I first meet with a client, I talk to them about the different options. Most people come in and think only about going to court because that's what most people know about. So I call that litigation or a standard divorce. Um, so I take tell clients, I, lo- I love educating people who need the education. So I tell them about the different options, which include mediation, where they hire one neutral person to help facilitate their conversation usually an attorney like myself, but it can be a financial professional or even a mental health professional. Um, And then the collaborative divorce process, which involves a team approach to divorce, where each party is represented by a specially trained collaborative attorney and also on their team to help them through the process is a mental health professional and a financial neutral. And then we often bring on other other resources, for instance, a certified um, divorce lending professional like yourself. Um, You know, you're also involved and it's great to get, have all of these resources involved, especially in the collaborative process where we can address the emotional, the legal, the financial aspects of somebody's divorce, and they can be much more prepared about what their options are. So I talk to clients about litigation, mediation, and the collaborative divorce process. And then is there like a good reason why somebody may choose one over the other? So every situation is different. Right. When I talk to clients, so many of them are really attracted to the collaborative process because that's not adversarial. That's, you know, you each have an attorney that advocates for you, but both parties need to agree to this process. 
it can't be forced on anybody. So depending on the couple and their relationship with each other and their goals for the future, because the collaborative process or mediation process is going to be more future oriented to preserve some of the relationship values that the clients have, they may, they'll be more attracted to that. I think that just about every case can be a collaborative divorce case, as long as both spouses are in agreement. That, 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 that approach is really nice because I feel like after divorce, everybody still works as a family. And Right. The goal is to, you know, keep focused on the family. I, I try to, in my practice, one of my guiding principles is to look at the family as a whole, which I don't think every divorce attorney does that. But knowing that, you know, especially if you have children or grandchildren, um, and there's going to be some relationship in the future, thinking about how you want that that future to look like, either at your child's graduation or your grandchild's nursery school graduation or birthday party, how do you want to be able to sit in the room with your former spouse? If you want to be able to sit there without tremendous animosity, knowing that you worked together toward a mutual goal, then you'll be more comfortable. Right. That, that, yeah. And then it makes it easier and everybody else around you. Right. And then you can go and enjoy yourself and not be nervous. So if someone, if someone was thinking about getting divorced, but they haven't done anything yet, what is typically someone's first step? Would they interview a mediator and a collaborative attorney and a regular attorney, or could they, they would go to you and you would discuss everything, right? Would be on the internet searching everything under the sun. I think that, from my experience, um, when I talk to a client and, and in, during an initial discovery meeting, um, clients have either done their own research online to learn and get a little bit of background and find an attorney, or they've talked to their friends. So it's one of those two approaches seems to be friends or a trusted professional or colleague. And that's how that's how somebody usually starts. Um, I think it's important for somebody considering going, you know, the divorce, taking that step that they do interview. You know, I'm I'm an attorney who will talk to my potential client about all of the options because I am a mediator, I am a collaborative divorce practitioner, I am a litigator. So I can talk to my clients about all of these ways that they could go about getting divorced. Um, That doesn't mean that they shouldn't talk to other attorneys. They should talk to other attorneys so that they know that the person that they're choosing is the right person. Right. And is there a certain question or questions that you think someone should always ask, or is it more of a feeling you have with somebody else when choosing an attorney? It, you're, it's about trust. You have, to, you have to trust that your attorney is going to guide you because you're making decisions at a time when you're in your life when there's a lot of chaos going on. Things are in a state of upheaval. So I think that being able to establish a good rapport 
with your attorney that you're talking to and knowing that, you know, you'll get a feeling, you'll get a feeling whether this person is going to represent you based on the values they share. So I'm going to share with my potential client the values that are important to me through what we talk about. And I'm going to ask questions of my potential client to find out if we share the same values and if I'm a good fit for them as much as they are a good fit for me. So somebody who comes to me and and doesn't necessarily care about the facts or what their futures what their future relationship might look like and only cares about screwing over the other person, sorry there's no other words to use, um just has so much resentment and um just so much resentment toward the other person can't get won't be able to get beyond that. That might not be a good fit for me. That per that person might not want me because, you know, part of what I'm going to want is to help my clients be able to set some of that aside so that they can be happy in their future. It's so nice. And that that makes great sense because when you think of divorce attorney, all you think about is put on the boxing gloves and fight, 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 and you kind of look at it as a more holistic approach, I would say. Yes. I mean, I have boxing gloves in my office, so if I need to, I can pull them out. <laughs> One of the, um, I would say the fallacies, like people unsuspectingly think, oh, Elisa, she's that collaborative attorney. She doesn't know how to, you know, hit a punching bag, but if you want to be my punching bag, then I'll pull out. And you can do it. Pull so out. no one's backing no one's backing you in a corner. <laughs> no, if I have to, I'll do that. But I don't think anybody benefits from that approach. The family certainly doesn't. Right. Um, believe me, it's a lot of stress on attorneys. Uh, it's a lot more stress for a family law attorney to go to battle every day than to be able to know that they're working with a client who appreciates them, colleagues who appreciate them who they can have a disagreement but still find a resolution with <laughs> sorry that's okay um, it's it's much less stressful to practice family law this way that's awesome well thank you for spending time with me and explaining that was so helpful you're welcome yes i appreciate it any final words that you have I would say that when you're, well, yeah, when you're interviewing an attorney or a mediator and looking looking to get divorced, that it's important to, to be curious and ask questions. And for your the person you're interviewing, like if you're coming to me, that make sure that the person that you're talking to, the attorney you're interviewing, is also curious about you and your situation, not just asking road questions, but really listening to what you're saying which you'll know by the questions they're asking you back. And are they curious about what your life or your lifestyle is really like, or do they just want to go through their checklist, obtain all the relevant, you know, all the, you know, have a checkbox of information that they need to obtain and not really listening to what you're saying. That's smart. That's smart. So if somebody wants to get a hold of you or learn more about you, how can they find you? So the internet is a great resource. You know, thank you, Google. Uh, you can, my law firm is called Transitions Legal and our website is transitionslegal.com. And there is um, a host of information on our website. 
And if they want to set up an initial consultation for which there's no cost for a 30-minute initial consultation just to start to educate themselves about divorce and the divorce process and meet me in person, then they can just call us. Um, our, our telephone number is 248-290-0560. That's wonderful. Again, thank you. I really appreciate you doing this with me. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.